What's up, guys? Welcome to the Scotty Show. I'm your host, Billy. Today, I got my returning guest, the wizard himself, Henry, <laughs> a.k.a. Warp Vision. How you doing, man? I'm chilling, man. How you been? Dude, fucking chilling, man. Doing fucking stand-up in school, man. I'm just working. I was going to say, we should uh, definitely talk about uh, stand-up in this podcast. We haven't done a podcast in a while. It's been a, a few months. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I've been like seeing like your videos with like the shrooms and shit, man. How is that? How's all that going, dude? It's good, man. I'm I'm really just doing it as a hobby right now. Obviously, I like to make it, you yeah. know, a full time thing. But I'm the type of person, you know, I don't like to force things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, let it happen. Let it unfold if it's supposed to happen, you know, yeah. um, you know, I, I believe the universe doesn't really make mistakes you know just just trust the process do your thing don't overstress yourself um in regards to that isn't it kind of crazy how something like stand-up comedy opportunity kind of just pops out of nowhere you know like i if i probably when we did the last podcast maybe six months ago um if i would have asked you yeah yeah you plan on doing stand-up comedy any anytime soon you probably would have been like nah this is funny how something like that just pops up and you have a lot of fun with it and you're like wow this is a new avenue for me yeah um i mean like i've always thought about doing it i just didn't pull the trigger mm-hmm. um i mean you always it, been funny <laughs> yeah I, I, I try to be but yeah like it's all it's always been like a like a thing that like i wanted to try out and do and I, like once i did it i was like oh yeah this is this is like fun it's like a it's it's literally like um it's a different kind of like high. It's like, it's like a, it's a super like out of body experience. Oh, I'm sure. And like, I mean, you're, you're like controlling like the crowd, you're getting them. You have to like, they literally, you have like 20 seconds or like, you have, you have like 10 to like 15, maybe even 20 seconds to get the crowd to like buy into like what you are doing. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, just, um, getting comfortable with, um, you know, being on there and like having like a stage presence. Um, and then like another one of the things is like, like when I do put like my, like my sets out there, people don't understand that the way comedy works is the only way you can test out your new material. So you, so the clubs in your hometown, um, like your, like your local clubs, like the jukebox comedy club, mm-hmm. like on Wednesdays and Thursdays, those are days where you practice like new material. And that's the only way you can tell if you're, that's like, that's why it's like different from doing music, music. Yeah. You, you can practice by yourself and you can like listen to it. You can, you know, like go to like a studio and shit and sing, sing the song or rap the song over in your head or play it in front of people with stand up. You have to actually, to, to know if your material or like your stuff is good. You have to go out like in front of people and try it and try out the new material that you wrote up like that like you can write the new material like the same day and try it out the same day or it's like material that you just wrote throughout the week or on the weekend but the only way you know if it's funny or good or not is if you go out there and like do it and like you know you're looking at your phone on the days that you're practicing but on like like let's just say you do like a weekend show a weekend show could be like a showcase you could be a, a opener or a feature or you can be a headliner on the weekends, mm-hmm. those are days where you're not gonna you're not gonna look at your phone if you're doing like a showcase or a feature or a headlining spot. You're gonna have like your your already like a hardened crafted material, 
so like open mics and things like that those are where you work out like that's like a it's like a gym it's where you work out yeah testing stuff out yeah you get more comfortable with um your like stage presence you work you do crowd work crowd work is pretty much like all improvised like when i see somebody Mm -hmm. in the crowd like i like you know say something or like if i see something like and then you 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 don't the thing about like crowd work is you don't force it like if you force it it's yeah just, it's awkward you gotta like yeah, it's gotta be natural yeah i gotta be like natural. You can't you be thinking like oh i want to say this you know i want to go yeah. into the is want to say this now you gotta let it come out natural i yeah. think uh doing st- i mean i've never done stand-up comedy but i think it's probably one of the hardest things that you could do i it's, mean it's hard as fuck <laughs> i feel like you have to be able to you have to be able to change your material based on the crowd that you're presenting to based on the energy of the crowd. You know, um, I, I can imagine it's nerve wracking too. Like you don't want to get up there and flop, you know? Um, so you got it. That's like one of the things is like, if you bomb, like you have to make it look like you didn't bomb. Yeah. If you bomb and like you like are like you like stand up there and don't say anything, then people are gonna be like, yeah, that was like that was like you know your punchline and it didn't yeah. land. But if uh-huh. you keep, but if you keep on like 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 sometimes I'm not always looking for the laugh. Like sometimes I just want to keep on talking, even if yeah. even if the I know that the joke bombed up here, but since I'm still talking, the crowd doesn't know that the joke bombed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's like for sure. That's how, like, that's and like one of the skills I learned to get around that kind of shit. I feel like you have to have a certain mindset. So if your joke does bomb, you don't lose confidence and like, yeah. you know, you're like, oh, fuck, you know, because if you're nervous, I feel like if you're nervous, things don't flow as, as easy as they should, you know, yeah. but if you get up there and you're confident and you bomb a joke, but you're still confident, you're still talking, you can still they, kill they, the set, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people, some people can't really... It's it's crazy because like people literally can't tell if you're bombing or not. They can only tell if you look like you're like, oh, I fucking bombed. Yeah, if you <laughs> and like I can if see you like, react to it. Yeah, I've seen like a lot of like comics like because uh, like the way I've only been doing this shit for like five weeks and this is it's fucking crazy because like the way I learned the way I like I like learning right now is like I'm seeing how other. I couldn't I couldn't learn comedy by watching like big comedians go on stage. And because like they're they, they they're already have yeah they they already have an established like crowd and like yeah. um so what I did was I watched Kill Tony he has a you know Tony Hinchcliffe no he's a so he's a comedian um out of Los Angeles and now he's in Austin Texas but he has this show called Kill Tony where he lets people like put their name in a bucket and like he like draws their name out and like he's uh-huh. had like Joe Rogan on his show and stuff and you can and like he draws your name out and like there's pretty much open mics. And you have 60 seconds to like do your material and make people laugh. And like, that's how I kind of learned, you know, how to handle bombing a joke, how to handle like doing like crowd work and stuff like that. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, once I got to the jukebox, I did my first set. It was decent. I liked it. People laughed. And then I was watching other comedians go up, which there are some really good comedians there. Like, there's, there's some fucking like I, I thought like I was really good like my first time going up and then like I saw like like people that's been doing it for like five years three years mm-hmm. and shit I'm just like oh these people are fucking good <laughs> yeah like, I mean 
you just started, you know, yeah. I mean, give yourself a few years, who knows where you're going to be at. Yeah. Um, co- comedy's cool. I've only been to a couple of uh, live comedy events, but I always have a great time. You know, I, yeah. I like to start going some more. How's, how's the scene in Peoria? I mean, the, ju- the jukebox comedy club is like world famous. I'm pretty sure. Right. No, yeah. Yeah. Have, no, like Tom Segura um, has been there. Like any any big comedian that you can think of has pretty much been in the jukebox comedy club. Like the second you walk cool. in there, yeah, like you see like pictures and shit, like sign, like autographed pictures of like uh-huh. big name like comedians and shit. And like uh, sometimes the owner Dan, like he'll like play on the projector like uh, old sets from like fucking huge comedians like Nikki Glaser, like she's uh-huh. fucking huge, and Tom Segura, Louis C.K. Like it's, it's yeah, bro. It's fucking crazy. I'm just like I saw uh, Tom Segura when he's in Peoria a couple of years ago, and uh, he's definitely a he's, he's a good favorites. comedian. Yeah, he, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he um, actually, here in Nevada, Dave Chappelle and uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, I've seen uh, that uh, shit. Yeah, dude, I wanted to go so bad. Those I can tickets get are expensive as fuck. <laughs> I know I, they sold out instantly. We have a. Uh, Bill Burr coming through to Reno. Oh hell yeah, in, Bill uh, Burr's Nevada. a fucking beast. And I'm I'm definitely gonna go to that. Like yeah, I Bill can't Burr's miss Bill Burr. He's yeah. he's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I'm I'm so right now I'm doing um so I'm doing Mason City on July 16th next week, and then but that's in Iowa. No, that's in uh, Mason City, Illinois? Illinois. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm doing Zanies in Chicago, which is like one of it's like a it's like one of the biggest fucking clubs there. Like. Like they pretty much only have like big comedians there, like Bobby Lee, Joe Rogan. It's mm-hmm. like so I sent out like like at least like a hundred emails out to like different clubs like in the Midwest and on the West Coast. Yeah. So so far I got uh Zanies in Chicago and then I got uh the new faces of comedy showcase coming up in Phoenix, Arizona. That's gonna be August first at 10 p.m. Prov, which is I'm pretty lit about that. So like yeah, like it, it, like comedy is kind of like um it's it's you the way i can compare it to music like you automatically can grow a faster fan base doing comedy because the crowds are there yeah music is different because now everything's done online and like you have to get people to come and see you yeah they got to choose to yeah they got to choose to come and listen to it yeah people yeah, that dude, come that's- and see yeah, people that come to see comedy, they're coming to see comedy. And like mm-hmm. now I'm getting like reoccurring like fans that come through to, to the jukebox now that see me like every week, which is pretty fucking dope. And like more, cool. like more and more people are coming. But like, yeah, like it's so different, like from from music, like like music, you could just post it on the Internet and people will show up on the Internet, but nobody will show up in person to like mm-hmm. to like your concerts and shit like that. But with comedy you automatically have people in the crowd. You automatically have people in the, like, like you can have, you can fuck around and go to like a packed show and fucking kill it. And like things can change for you overnight because you did mm-hmm. them. You, you killed a fucking show like at a, a, at a club that was packed that night. That's how like, you know, it's, that's why I can, you know, that's why it's like the difference between um, uh, stand-up comedy and music and with stand-up, also you can't like you can do the same material obviously but um you can't like it's hard to record your let's just say you do like a headlining spot at a club 
it's hard to record your headlining spot and posting it on YouTube because then now everyone knows your material that you're going to do at the next. Club. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so it's hard to promote online. It's got to be an in-person type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you don't really see like uh, you only see comedy specials. You don't see like you can't like so I post like my open mics working new material sets. Yeah. yeah. Like obviously just so people can get a taste of like what I'm about. But like, will I post like clips from Zanies when I do Zanies? Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, but will I post the whole thing? Fuck no. Like, yeah, if you yeah. want to see the whole thing, you got to come and pay to see that in person. Absolutely. Yeah. How, yeah. Do, is there anything you do specifically to like prepare before getting on stage? I know a lot of different uh, comedians have like rituals, like you know, have a couple of drinks or yeah. I like to or... yeah. I like to I like to go up a little buzz, like not too fucked up. But yeah, like I like to, to yeah yeah I like to I like to go up there like relaxed and stuff and uh, I like to be kind of like chill um, loose yeah and then like I'll go over my material a little bit but most of the time I'm just like I just like to go up there and just fill it out and freestyle it and then like yeah I'll look at my phone occasionally but as long as I'm making the crowd laugh I don't give a fuck if I'm looking at my phone I let the crowd know yo I'm working new material so I'm about to be looking at my phone so be fucking prepared for this shit yeah, and like they're sure. laughing and like they're all bought in because they know I don't give a fuck <laughs> as long yeah. as they know I don't give a fuck they're not going to give a fuck and they're going to I mean if it. you're <laughs> if you're funny you're funny who cares yeah. if you're looking at your yeah, phone yeah. you know like I yeah. don't think anybody cares about that yeah. yeah you so you have any favorite comedians I know myself uh, is when when I would first start smoking weed, I would always watch Dave Chappelle or like uh, old Cat Williams. Yeah, um, those are like the first comedians I watched. But now, there's dude, there's so many. There's so many ass comedians. Yeah, so many so good. Many. Yeah, the market is like pretty wide for comedy right now. Honestly, is it, it's, is it growing? Yeah, it's honestly okay, uh, that's like cool. some people wouldn't really like if, if like. You have to really be in the comedy scene to like actually like see it, but like comedy is like growing even more because of like how the climate is right now. People want to yeah. hear like I'm up I'm up on stage saying fucking Ellen looks like a like looks, looks like fucking Bill Clinton like like yeah I mean people want to hear oh, controversial shit. People want to I walked up on stage and said fuck George Bush and fuck Joe Biden like yeah like, yeah. like no one's like. I mean, I People I think people are sick of like all the PC shit yeah, yeah. and the cancel culture. And so comedy is a way people can, you know, you, when it's comedy. So you can say what, well, you yeah. should be able to say whatever the fuck you want. Cause it's, it's comedy. Obviously there's people, people who suck that will say they, they, they take it for real. They think it's real life. It's like, nah, that's comedy. Like Bill Burr, like yeah. he's big for fat shaming, which I think his yeah. fat shaming stuff is so funny. Yeah, you know, funny but people fuck. get, people get mad at him and it's like, it's it's comedy. That's it's. I mean, I can't get I, mad at that. I, I roast those kind of people that are like, if, especially if someone's like talking, like if someone's like trying to like heckle or some shit like that. I just fucking rip them apart. Like, well, you're good at roasting, so I, <laughs> I I wouldn't want to heckle you at your show. Yeah, like I'm I'm just yeah, like like people like that that get like butthurt about jokes or something like that, or if I like I offend someone, I'm just like I'm just gonna rip into you because why are you even here at a comedy yeah. club? You know what we are here to do. Like we're exactly. <laughs> like you know exactly. what that's what I'm saying. You know what the fuck we're here to do. So why are you acting like like you don't know? It's like playing stupid. Like mm -hmm. I don't I don't like it. But like that's what I'm saying. I don't really care about that. Like I'm not gonna like like I'm not gonna change my material because of the crowd. I'm gonna say whatever I want to say, 
And like, and people, if people have a problem with it, I don't care if I'm, the goal is like, if I don't leave that bitch and like at least five people don't like me, then I didn't do my job. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do, I didn't do what I was supposed yeah, to do. Yeah. You want to, you want to piss some people off. I get that. Yeah. That's yeah. Like I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Like as a comic, like, you know, you're supposed to like, you're supposed to, you know, figure out where the line is and cross that bitch. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> like, I feel like what, a lot of people, that's what they go there for. Like when I go see Bill Burr, like I'm expecting him to fucking talk shit about a lot of people. And what the it, fuck am I gonna go there? It's gonna be funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck am I gonna go there and like talk about? Like, what, 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 like, am I gonna like fucking like talk about fucking some shit that I don't give a fuck about? Or like, am I just gonna like just go up there and fucking <laughs> give people what, what they want? What what they're how do you write your material? Um, I write my material pretty much like like I'll have like random thoughts that like just come into like my head like and like I just dot it down on my phone and like um once I dot it down on my phone it automatically goes to my iPad and then like mm-hmm. I write it on my uh I have a, a a keyboard for my iPad and then I just pretty nice. much like uh like I'll just start typing and writing and I'll, I'll just like write like that and honestly what I really want to do with uh comedy is you know, um, when, uh, as I'm going to school and um, we're, we're looking to probably either move into Denver or uh, Austin, Texas, which really has, a, yeah, which really nice. has like a big comedy scene in Denver and in Austin. I feel like Austin. Yeah. Joe Rogan's getting yeah, everyone Joe Rogan, to move there. Yeah, Joe Rogan's there. Like I said, Tony Hinchcliffe, T- uh, Tom Segura's there, Burt Kreischer's there, uh, Joe Rogan, um, Ron He's White. Recruit- he's recruiting people every time i listen to joe rogan podcast and there's a comedian on there he's like yo move to austin yeah no like like that's like uh like if if i like i said like i'm trying to hit the ground running like most people like i'm this is my fifth weekend of comedy and like i'm already like you know like going to like zanies and shit which like i could i could flop that i could fuck that all up yeah i could i could literally i know that i could like I, i could talk this shit up as much as i want but if I fuck it up, it does not matter. Yeah. All I but and if I do fuck it up, I I just know I gotta like fix some shit. Like which like uh-huh. I've gone on stage and in my head I know I bombed a joke, but I kept on talking. Which uh, you can probably see in some of my standards that I post on my YouTube. Like you mm-hmm. can you can kind of tell that I bombed the joke, but I keep on talking. And like I realized, like yo, I bombed that joke. Now I gotta like fix it. I gotta see what I can what I gotta work on. Mm-hmm. but my goal is to you know get some laughs and like actually bomb i want to bomb so i know what that feels like and i know what it feels like and it fucking sucks but oh, i'm sure i, I know I, I know i bombed up here though like <laughs> like to do just... to do comedy you gotta have balls like it's not something i w- would want to do because it's not fun to be up it's there public speaking. you know you're <laughs> yeah. vulnerable you're super yeah. vulnerable being up there um let me grab a beer real quick yeah go grab one bro Scotty show, bro. That's where we get fucked up, man. <laughs> it is Friday. Yeah, bro. But yeah, man, I've been um I'm in the fucking uh nursing program and shit at ICC and shit, man. That's uh, dope. Yeah, bro. I start in August, so it's uh <clears throat> it's a it's a good career, you know. Like uh I just want to do I'm, it just because like it's it's number one, like 
it's always going to be there. And then I can get certified in anesthesia. I can get certified in like plastic surgery type shit. And like, there's a lot of avenues. Yeah. Um, I'm saying there's so many different avenues for it. You just don't have to just do nursing. Yeah. It's nice too. Like you're talking about moving to Denver or Austin, you can get a job being a nurse anywhere. All hospitals are short. So it's cool to be able, I could go to really anywhere. Yeah. You go to anywhere, anywhere. And, uh, if you end up going through with it and and working for a few years um you can do travel nursing like you can make real good money doing that and uh take time off like with nursing you typically work three days a week either three day shifts or three night shifts and then you got four days off so you still have a lot of time yeah that's what i'm saying it's like life like yeah that's what i'm saying nine to five you know like it's a it's a good work balance yeah it's a good work life balance uh, like what I do right now is called per diem. Um, so basically I work as much or as little as I want. So like mm. I took two weeks off and then I worked one day this week and I took three days off I'm about to work a couple of days coming up, but it's nice to be able to just, Ew. it's it's nice to be able to say, Hey, I need, I want to take a couple of weeks off people with a nine to a normal nine to five. Like you can't take time off work. Like you got to work five days a week and two days yeah, off. You know, you have like, to. It's not good for your mental health at all no, to yeah, be doing not. that shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah, nursing's dope. I'm I'm glad you glad you're choosing that. Yeah, it was between either physical therapy or nursing, and then like with nursing, like you know, I I can complete that shit within like you know three to four years. It doesn't take long. Yeah, yeah it doesn't take long. Like you can literally hit the ground running with that. And like yeah, with physical exactly. therapy, you got to put in like eight years. And I'm just like, do I really want to do that? Hell no. Yeah. No. Fuck no. no. I don't want to go to school for eight years. Yeah. But yeah, man. Like, and then like, obviously if like stand up pops off and like, you know, things are happening how I think they should happen, then I'm cool with that too. But I want to, I, I, even if like things do pop off with stand up, I still want to graduate school. I still want to, yeah, uh, sure. I still want to well, like have like that thing. Yeah, it's it's not. I think it's a good thing to have multiple things going on. Like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. You know, uh, have a have a side hustle. I have two side hustles. You know, yeah. um, because I think it's everyone's dream to make their passion uh, yeah, make, their money. make yeah. money. You know, yeah, yeah. and I don't think enough people try. And you, yeah. I mean, life's short. You know, and I feel like a lot of people regret not trying. Like. Mm-hmm. if you try and you fail at least you said hey i fucking i tried I fucking you know like exactly yeah. that's why i did the stand-up show i was just like all right i'm about to try this shit out and if i fucking suck i'm not gonna go back up if i i if i would have gotten no laughs i probably would have never went back up again yeah <laughs> like isn't, it, <laughs> isn't crazy. it crazy how like you do something new like stand up and you just feel like you get this uh this all this new energy in life like new yeah. motivation in life yeah. and uh i feel like people get stagnant yeah. and they get caught up doing the same thing all the time and they don't take risk or try new things yeah and it's like it's not easy to do new shit like yeah. it's not easy to get up on stage and do shit but you do it you know and you get through it and you're like okay that was that was yeah. cool that was no, cool. it, it's so crazy because like more doors have opened for me for stand up than like any other like thing that I have like done that's extracurricular. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty like pretty much like I would have never thought that like you know I would you know I'm doing a fucking showcase at fucking like uh, some people that don't understand comedy like Zanies is literally like you one of the biggest clubs in Chicago to like do mm-hmm. to have a showcase in like that's where like you know the agents are at. 
Comedy Central has a has a home base there and they send agents there. Like they got like managers are in there. Like that's like a place where, you know, if you want to get yourself established, you do it right there. And I, I wish I would have did stand up when I was like like uh, earlier in my 20s, but I'm 25. Joe Rogan started stand, yeah, Joe Rogan started stand up when he was 25. There were other bigger comedians that are big right now that started stand up when they were 25. So I'm just like there's shit. people who started when they're 40, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't yeah, know exactly was, who, but I know hearing yeah. about people who started when they were like 40 and really took mm-hmm. off. Yeah, yeah. No, it can happen. Like, like 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 it happens for like if you're good, you're if you're if you're funny, you're funny. That's the thing. If you're funny and you can make people laugh on the stage and you can go like some one of the things that I noticed is that some people get like stagnant with just doing comedy at where they are at and they don't want to branch off and go to other different clubs because they're afraid. And like I'm just like, mm-hmm. yo, like you can't be scared to do this shit. Like if you want to do this shit, fucking do it. Like you can't like like with anything, like like because scared money don't make no money. Like no. What you ever watch that show? I remember watching a little bit back in the day because my parents would watch it. Um there is a stand-up show. Uh, I can't remember the name of last it. Last comic, last comic standing. standing. Yeah, yeah. They should they should bring that back. <laughs> Dude, like I would do it, but like you have to have like clean material, and I don't, I don't I don't consider myself a clean comic. I can write clean material and like do it, but like mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't yeah, know no, if I that, would have the same confidence. Yeah, I don't know if I would have the <laughs> same gotta... confidence. Yeah. Dave material. Chappelle's obviously not clean material, right? Like someone like him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he does do. He has done clean material though for shows. But yeah. Uh, yeah, like one of the things I'm working on is clean material because then if I if I do clean comedy, I could do opens up options. Yeah, yeah, I could do corporate gigs. I could do so many different things. And with corporate gigs and like uh, like performing on fucking like uh, cruise ships and shit like that. Like you That'd can be get, cool. That's what I'm saying. You can make like 10, you can make like 10, 20 bands for doing one night at a corporate gig. Yeah. Like and all you cruise gotta ship, cruise ship would be cool. Like if you're if cruise ships, you can make trying to work your way up. I think it would probably not be a great experience, but it's a it's an option for someone new to get, you know. Nah, bro, cruise ships, bro, better. like for, for like cruise ships and shit, bro. They'd be paying like 50 bands, bro. Yeah, that's that's pretty dope. Hell yeah, bro. I think your camera a, went out. Oh, did it go out? Here, yeah, yeah, your camera went out. All right, I'm clicking back on it. See, I hate how it does that. If I click off the screen, it, it, it exits. Because I was about to look up the Reno Comedy uh, Comedy Club. I know we have a comedy club here. No, yeah, I reached out to... I almost uh, went, there last, almost went yeah. there last night. Yeah, I reached out to those, uh, to Hella Clubs out in uh, Nevada. I had uh, a couple reach back out to me, and, like, I'm just waiting to hear back from, like, for, like, dates mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah I'm going to be out in Nevada, Phoenix um tau comedy club in um, los angeles i'm gonna be out there too uh what's the, what's the big one in la the, um the a big one store? yeah the comedy store is a big one but i don't know when they're doing auditions again because um la is pretty weird about uh i heard la sucks yeah i heard la is like weird about like covid and shit and you gotta be vaccinated to like perf- perform and shit which is fucking stupid i'm just like yeah. bro this shit's not that fucking like this shit's fucking over bro yeah right like yeah the nails in the coffin with covid i never even got the vaccine i'm not gonna get it Mm -mm. i haven't gotten that shit either i was like i don't need this shit i was like i work out every day (laughs) i listen listen to some podcasts with like doctors and like people who study viruses and know what the fuck's going on and 
Yeah. There's a lot of sketchy shit that was uh, going yeah, on. Yeah, Dr. Fauci like, lied his fucking ass off. And... Yeah, dude, he knew the whole time. Yeah, like, he knew the whole entire time. Yeah, it was in his fucking emails. And like, I'm pretty sure he funded the lab. Yeah, he funded the lab. Yeah, he funded the lab. That yeah, caused on the uh, I forgot what it's called. They called it uh, gain of function research, yeah, aka bioterrorism. Literally, like, they're, that's they what were I'm saying. researching coronaviruses, and then they want yeah. to say, "Oh yeah, it came from a wet market." They call it gain of function research. That, that is that is bioterrorism research. Yeah, exactly. Well, so I guess the Obama administration wouldn't let him do it because he's been like under at least three presidents mm-hmm. three or four but i guess obama wouldn't let him do it but then when trump became president he let him do it so he's like oh shit let's get back to studying because that's what he does he studies viruses so mm. of course he wants to you know but yeah that shit i think the cat's out of the bag now like it it just sucks because when when the f- shit first hit the fan and if you said oh i think it might have came from a lab like Facebook and these places would delete your post and people would say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. And then here we are two years later and it's like, oh, well, <laughs> that was actually All true. of it was fucking true. Yeah. And, and, people, like, and people were like just dick riding whatever like the media was saying. And I'm just like, like, it just showed me, it just showed me who, it showed me who could think for themselves and who is who is a fucking like a sheeple like yeah, like who exactly. like who listens to like like people people fucking that listen to like celebrities and shit and like hold them to like a high standard like you really think fucking lebron james or like fucking any other like fucking celebrity knows what's best for you like no, you think they give a not fuck? At all. you think they give a fuck about what's good for you you think yeah. they care about you like if they cared about you they would give you like crazy. they'd be giving you money right now like like they be they be giving you like they be giving you money to live because you know you lost your job because of COVID. But no, they're telling you to go get a fucking. They're telling you to stay inside and all this other shit while they're fucking making millions of dollars off of us watching them. <laughs> what's What's crazy is like all the I've seen all this wild stuff like trying to encourage people to get the vaccine like, oh free donuts at Dunkin' Donuts if you get the vaccine or free Lollapalooza tickets if you get the vaccine. I'm like free Lollapalooza tickets. I'm gonna have to get that. On the yeah, no, for real. You can get a you can get, you can get a one a free one day Lollapalooza ticket if you get the vaccine. I swear, to God. I swear. Oh damn, I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Uh, right, I'm like. I, I'm gonna have to go see Miley Cyrus. Good enough, but I, I'm gonna have to go see Miley Cyrus, bro. I'm trying to see Miley Cyrus. I, I bet that's a good show. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. She's she's lit. No, I literally like the like I like seeing like certain artists that like like you know I wouldn't pay to go see Miley Cyrus just to see her. But since it's but Miley it's Cyrus a on a yeah yeah on a lineup, yeah. I'm like fuck yeah, let's go see fucking Miley Cyrus. Get fucked up and go see Miley Cyrus, bro. Yeah. Fuck yeah, like that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm down for. But seeing yeah, everybody, nah. Coming back in town for uh for summer camp. Scamp, hell yeah. Yep. I think yeah, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do one day there. Do the uh do, you can do the sun the Sunday, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do the Sunday. It's definitely worth it. I mean hell yeah. I focus summer camp, man. I'm always gonna fuck with that. The I three was... six mafia is gonna be there. Oh hell yeah. I think I... on Sunday. I think hell on yeah. Sunday three six mafia is gonna be there. That's gonna be lit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh I went I went to the fourth of July at Three Sisters and that shit was pretty fucking dope. I was like, damn, yeah, I was like, dude, this is like an open field and shit. And like the fireworks were extra close. I was like, bro, this is fucking they, crazy. Did they do downtown ones or they just did it? They did they did downtown, but I was just like, yo, I'm not even trying to go downtown. Like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> trying to go down there, bro. Dude, it's crazy. Out here, they we went to a fireworks show 
it lasted like 10 minutes. It was weak as fuck. I'm like, coming from the Midwest, they could put on a fireworks show. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was expecting, it, yeah, I was expecting sucks. Nevada to have some some serious shit. I think it's because uh it can start a fire easily, so they, they don't do uh, any crazy ones. Uh, yeah. uh you know who I saw earlier today? Maceo. He just moved out here. Oh yeah, man, that shit's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, he told me. Um, shout out to Maceo, man. Um, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I was. I was so happy for him that he moved out there. I was like, fuck yeah, bro. It was. Like, it was another. Another was short notice as fuck. He he literally yeah. hit me up and he's like, I'm moving out there in a week. And I was like, oh shit. I yeah. bet. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's he's been like telling me that he wanted to move out there for a minute, and like he finally did it, and I was just happy as fuck. I was like, fuck yeah. I mean, I was like another person cool that see- made it out make moves is yeah. you know i saw someone we went to uh to high school with i can't i think it was nasa post mm. something like if if you made it out of your hometown like give yourself a pat on the back because just that's hard. just not always easy to do you know that's hard. a lot of people don't make it happen yeah I, yeah like a lot of people get caught up in like the day-to-day just yeah the day-to-day and then like when they do move out there they they get they like uh, there's people that move out like they move out of their city and like they still get caught up in the shit that they were doing at home back at like back in their hometown and like they don't try to make shit shake like if i move out if like i said if i move i already know what i'm doing i'd say go to austin man yeah no no i don't know how expensive it is to live there but uh i feel like austin would be dope texas is cheap which is dope like yeah you don't have no you have no uh you have no um income tax state income tax either that's how it is in nevada too but where i live in reno it's it's crazy it's expensive like uh you can't even get a crib here like a basic ass crib like think of like uh where carrie lives you know like a crib like Mm -hmm. that can't get a crib like that for under five hundred thousand dollars yeah, bro, that's because motherfuckers from California are moving to fucking Nevada. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, like, and the prices are going up for in, in Texas, too, though, because motherfuckers in Cali are moving to Austin, Dude, Texas, as well. Right before we hopped on this podcast, I was reading a news article, and it was, like, a huge marijuana uh, drug bust in California, like $1.6 billion. I'm like, no wonder you guys are paying so much taxes. They're out here trying to bust people growing weed. Like, what? Like weed is legal there why it's crazy the only reason why they're busted was because the irs isn't getting a cut of that shit exactly yeah Yeah. like no i get it but it's funny how we say but the money ends up ultimately going back to the irs because they spend the money it's not like no one is not spending the money yeah and i'm i guarantee those people will be willing to pay taxes if you said hey pay taxes but the you they want people to jump through so many fucking hoops and shit like it's not really legal. Like, you can grow as many tomatoes as you want, you know? Like, but you no one's going to be but. No, you can't. Well, you can. Farmer's markets. Yeah, farmer's markets, yeah. <laughs> farmer's markets are all cash. They're not busting anybody there, yeah. you know? I don't know. It's fucked up. People are still going to jail for weed. Yeah. No, man. Be, like, I, the thing about that is, though, it, like, Maybe they're not just selling weed, though. You got to think. Like, if someone's moving... Yeah, they like could be doing crime. Yeah, like, if you're moving that much weed, you got to be involved with, like, probably human trafficking. You're probably getting crime. involved with other... Dude, they... <laughs> it said, like, they seized 180 animals or something like that. <laughs> like, bro, yeah, animal trafficking, Why? bro. Illegal exotic animal trafficking, bro. That's illegal as fuck. You can't just I take know. a... You can't take a fucking giraffe out of Africa and bring it over here to the yeah. States and then sell that motherfucker. Like, it's, that's illegal as fuck. 
Like it's, it's like I don't this know. Dude, like, uh, this dude, I was watching this video last night. I was high. <laughs> and it was a Vice Viceland video. And this guy was like a model, I guess. And he'd travel all around the world. He said one of the craziest parties he ever went to. It was a just a fucking puma, like a big cat puma walking around the party. Yeah, in bro. a mansion. I'm like, that's wild. Yeah, bro. I was listening to this podcast, uh, uh, Fighter and the Kids with uh Eric Griffin on there. And like mm-hmm. he was like talking about how he went, he would go to like parties and like they had to like sign like NDAs and shit. <laughs> like before the party even started, everyone. I'm like, that's how you know that shit's gonna be fucking wild, bro. You're gonna see Dude, some crazy shit. This guy said uh he was at the same party that Puma was at, and like uh there was this area where you could open up these drawers, every drug you can imagine, cocaine, ketamine, LSD, shrooms, and it was you open this thing up and they got all the drugs you could ever want. I'm like, that's that's wild. Yeah, that's a whole different that's the type lifestyle. of party I like to go to. No, but like, I feel like you can get caught up pretty yeah, quick. You, yeah, that's what I'm you, you can like get that. you can get caught up in it. And like uh that's like one thing I learned about like comedy is that like a lot of comics get invited to stuff like that. Like you don't even have to be a big comedian, you just gotta be funny to somebody and like they'll be like, yeah. dude, I want you to just come I wanna hang out. Yeah. yeah. Like they just wanna hang out with you and like you just end up just fucking being a part of some shit like that. And like like that's like one of the things that like, you know, I'm I'll I, I'll learn how to like navigate this comedy shit by listening to people that are veterans and like I'm able to like listen and watch them and watch them do stand-up and like how they carry themselves so i kind of use those kind of like people as like my navigator through like this comedy like world because like i'm new to it i didn't know that it was okay to look at your phone while you're working the material doing open mic someone had to tell me that like someone had to like yo like like if you're uh if you don't know like your material that well it's okay to look at your phone like i didn't know that was okay i didn't know that you could Mm -hmm. like do that shit um like, and I, I saw, like, bigger comedians do that shit. Like, I would watch, like, um, this guy named David Lucas. Like, he was working new material at a club, and, like, he whipped his phone out. And I'm like, oh, this is a fucking big comedian. He's whipping his fucking phone out. I'm just like, okay, I can, I can, I'm pulling my shit out. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I think like, uh, Joe Rogan was saying, uh, like, uh, he'll still go to open mics where yeah. no one, hopefully where no one knows him. So no, that, he, like, he does he that too. Work material, yeah. Yeah. And all, I guess Dave Chappelle will just. Uh, yeah, he does that too. He shows up. Den- he I think up. in Denver. I don't know if he. No, he he lives in Ohio, but I guess he yeah, will pop up in Denver, uh, a bunch and just like random material, random places yeah. and just yeah work shit. Yeah, pretty that's, cool. Yeah, like open mics. They don't open mics. Don't lie. Like you can yeah. you can if you if you do like a feature showcase or headliner, people are know what they're in for. Open mics. It's open to the public. They have to pay to go to, to, to show up and stuff like uh, fans and like fans of comedy mm-hmm. and people that just want to uh, get a show. Like an open mic, like you'll know if your material is good or not. People will, they'll, they'll, I've seen people literally not laugh at, at comedians. And then are you, are you pretty good at like uh, knowing like what jokes are going to hit and which ones aren't, or is it kind of random? Uh, I do random selection of like what I think is funny in my head. And like, yeah. um, sometimes I'll write stuff out. Like I wrote like this one joke out. I was like, uh, Billy Mays should do the ISIS recruiting for black people. Like, <laughs> like I, I would like write something like that out. And like, I would write like just random like shit in like that's in my head. Like, mm-hmm. and like, 
I was just write it out. And then I'm like, hmm, is this funny? And then like, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to figure out and find out. You can't be scared. That's the thing. You can't be scared to fail in front of people. Yeah. And like, I feel like the way I overcame that kind of fear was through uh, like one-on-one sports, like doing wrestling. Wrestling is honestly like the most nervous like thing that I've ever done because you're it's you're wrestling yeah you're in a fucking singlet you're at school and people are looking at you and like you can get slammed on your shit in front of people you can like you know you got like there's girls that are watching and here you doing something where you're put in a position where you're vulnerable it's either put up or shut not, up <laughs> i don't think people get put themselves in position enough where they're vulnerable you know and i think putting yourself yeah. in that position is good because yeah. once you overcome that it's like you can be you feel more chill in, yeah. in normal life situations because yeah. you're like oh this isn't that serious you yeah. know like and, and pressure makes diamonds yeah that's i don't know that's, if i ever heard that one that's yeah it's true bro like it, it's like like if you got to be able to eat like the pressure like when i'm like before i go up there like my heart is like pounding out of like my mm-hmm. chest and like like i feel like so many like thoughts of like doubt thoughts of success thoughts of like so it's many prob- different things it's probably because you're new too you haven't been yeah. doing it for long i wonder if someone big like you know they uh, feel it too like hell or like richard Pryor, if he got nervous back in you know you know he's from peoria right yeah 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 no yeah he's like the first like in in jukebox comedy club he's like painted on like this thing and he's like okay so it was around back then nice i'm i'm uh met his son before his son lives in new york now but uh my good friend growing up that's his uncle richard Pryor's son and uh Every once in a while, he'll tell us stories about uh, Richard Pryor. I mean, that man had the fucking, he was ahead of his time. Yeah, dude. My grandfather was friends with him for, uh, really? like, yeah, when he was first coming up. Like, not as a comedian, but just as a person. Like, he wasn't known I as Richard Pryor. He was just Richard Pryor. He would, uh, I think he told me, like, he enjoyed doing cocaine before he would get on stage. Yeah, he would do coke, he would drink. He even had writers. Like he didn't just write like his own material. He had yeah. other he had other great writers that wrote for him. Um that that wrote with him as well. And mm-hmm. like that's a, that's like one thing I didn't know that like, you know, other people I didn't know like, that either. Yeah, like you can like you can collaborate with other comedians and like they can like, you know, help write material for you. I think that's good. Yeah. Like <clears throat> and like it's a, all about what? It's all about making people laugh and be yeah. funny. Who yeah. cares who wrote it? If you get your laugh out of it, who cares who wrote it? No, because you know, like, like some people are good at writing jokes, but they're not good at executing. Presenting jokes. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got people that are good at presenting the jokes. Same so thing like, with music. You yeah. know, like Lil Wayne is good at rapping, but he maybe he's not great at writing. So yeah. someone writes his shit and he presents it and win-win, I feel like. Yeah, as yeah. long as you're being real and not saying, you know, you wrote it, you know, yeah, if you did yeah. it. And, and like another thing, like with writing, so like with stand up comedy, like if you do like comedy in like bigger cities and stuff and like you got agents and, and like different people looking at you, you could get approached by like a network and that could be like, yo, uh, do you want to write for this show or do you want to do such and such like and for writers for like the writers union writers make nine thousand dollars every two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Like and then like after you're there for like six years. 
or like five years or, or three, you can fuck around and make 15 G's every two weeks as a yeah. writer. I didn't even know that. I was like, they're paying writers. Yeah, because you can, you can write for movies. It's not yeah. it's not only stand-up. Like uh, Seth Rogen, for, I know he writes hella shit. Yeah, you can write for movies. You can write for... It's, it's TV shows that, that, that are paying you that much amount to write for them. And to yeah. just be like, you don't even have to write anything and they're paying you. Yeah. You just, you're just being a part of like the program in the show. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you can like, so like, you could do that too. And so like, now that's why like I have, like, I'm like polishing like what I'm writing now. And like, uh, I just get more in tune with uh, like how I'm writing things and how I'm saying things. Are you watching a lot of stand up? Um, yeah, I watch a lot of stand up. And like, I like to see what, how, what the other comedians are like, uh, like how, how they act. Um, no, I'm not watching like, uh, like I do watch like the big comedians, like, like the Patrice O'Neill, Joe Rogan's, Dave Chappelle's and all that shit. Like I watch that, but I don't, um, look at that as like, um, this is, this is what it's going to be like. Everyone's going to laugh at my jokes. Everyone's going to think that I'm great. Nobody knows who I am. So I have to get people to like understand and know who I am. Um, that's why like, I'm getting myself established like but here. That that could work in your favor somewhat because if no one knows who you are, they don't have expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, no, like they're like, just that's, like, that's okay, yeah. Let's see what this guy's got to say. You know, yeah. And that's how you build your fan base. Is that like they don't know who you are, so you show them who you are, and you make a statement. And like, you can't come with like weak shit. Like, if you come with like fucking weak ass jokes, mediocre you know, shit. Yeah, like no, like safe hacky like shit like no one's gonna like they're just gonna look at you and you're gonna get giggles i don't want giggles i want the fucking i want to hear i want to pull something out of like people like i go up there and like i'm going up there with the intent to make you go what the fuck and like i want you to laugh i want i want to hear i want to hear gasp i want to hear i want to hear cackling like i'm okay with giggles but like i don't want giggles like i want like i want laughs i want i want people dying like that's what like that's what I like look for, and like uh, that's like like what I'm always like striving to like hit on whenever I'm like going up there. I feel like it'd be super cool for you if you when you do make it out here to the West Coast, you know, just to fucking get on stage in front of a bunch of people you don't know, make them laugh, and then just like bull out in their city, you know, like no, I feel like that'd be a pretty cool thing to, to no experience. like you got no yeah like like one of the things I do want to do is like like if I kill it I want to like you know connect with like the fans and stuff and like the people yeah. and like I saw uh I can't remember his name younger comedian but I saw him in Indiana um and literally he he was standing at the exit door like talking to everyone as they left saying like yo thanks so much for you know coming out like i really appreciate it and you could tell he was being genuine and i was like damn mm-hmm. i wasn't expecting that you know because a lot of uh celebrities you know are kind of like fuck off to the fans you know like they, but it but seems they like were... comedians are like well, i'm one of you i'm just yeah. trying to live life enjoy life and like make you laugh but i'm down to earth i yeah. feel like comedians are down to earth no yeah a lot of comedians like even like the big ones before they even like make it like joe rogan and them like when they were first starting out i'm pretty like they would do that shit they would do the same shit connect with the fans connect with the people Mm -hmm. but then once you get bigger you obviously there obviously has to be some sort of like a separation because it could like like it could become oh i can too much overwhelming overwhelming which like i can understand i obviously i don't understand it from like an actual like standpoint but 
Like I can understand like what over being overwhelmed feels like. Like if if you've been overwhelmed before in your life, you understand what being overwhelmed is like. Yeah, it's so you have fun. to respect that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like it's just like it's just like a, a crazy uh thing that like I'm like navigating and uh like it's it's like we're getting a positive response and getting negative responses and um it, like I said it's like an out of body experience as soon as like you 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 look it's out high and, you get yeah, high yeah it's like you look out in the crowd and like you just glance at them for a little bit and then you start it's making me wanna minutes. it's making me want to go see some stand-up comedy it's been a while but it's, it's, it's a surreal so experience. Dope, dude, it's a cool experience to just go and chill and you laugh. It's like going to a, a bar because you can drink and get food and stuff, but it's like you got good entertainment too, you know? Yeah. But it's ca- it's like, it's casual. It's not yeah. like you got to get dressed up to go yeah. see this entertainment. It's like, no, nah, I'm just going to go hang out. It's casual. I'm going to laugh, you know, have a good time. Yeah, man. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said it's growing. I for some yeah. reason I wouldn't expect it to be growing, but that's cool that it's uh it's growing. No, like and I mean, like a, a lot of a lot like I, I've been getting like a lot of like support from like the comedians like in Peoria. Like I've been like I I, I didn't really like expect them to like even like say the things that they say to me. Like and sometimes I don't believe it because I cringe when I watch myself sometimes. Like I usually I I like to like yeah, post, but that's normal. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like to like post and ghost. Like, I don't like to, like, when I post things, I don't like to, like, look at them again, especially with stand-up comedy. I just like to post it and then, like, leave, and, like, I don't want to look at it. Like, well, I, I don't want to see who's liking it. I don't want to well, see who's looking at it. <laughs> even even the biggest comedians, I know we keep bringing up Joe Rogan, but he said he likes to do the same thing. He's like, I don't, it's cringe. He's like, I don't like watching myself perform because he's like, I, I feel like I sound like an idiot, you know, yeah. like. So I, I think that's good. I mean, it's uh, behind, it's history. It doesn't matter anymore. You know, yeah. it, it happened. I'm here now. I'm going to just keep doing, yeah. uh, you know. What, um, how's like, how's it been like experimenting with like the shrooms and stuff? Like, have you been like, like, I know like, I was, like, you know, like that, like that, uh, that Jedi, like that Jedi, Jedi mindfuck. Yeah. Jedi mindfuck and like the new, like, and, like different like strains and stuff. Like, so. Like, what, how are like the strains like different and like how are like they like how, how do they hit different? it's uh think of it like weed it's like uh there's lots of different strains of weed but at the end of the day they basically all do the same thing you know mm-hmm. they all get you high now they they have different levels of thc so some get you higher than others it's basically the same thing with mushrooms some have higher levels of psilocybin some have lower but for the most part, they they all do the same thing. Um, me personally, I don't use, um, well, I don't take high doses that often just because I'm the type of person, like, when I take a high dose, it's a full-blown experience. Like, it's a journey, and, like, I'm about to un- unpackage a lot of shit, you know? So I maybe mm-hmm. do that a couple times a year. But I do enjoy um, like microdosing yeah. uh, quite frequently because I feel like it gives you um, a boost in energy. A little like, tingly uh, feeling, a little dude, tingly. If we're talking about comedy, I'll say like super funny shit like when I take a microdose sometime. And I'm like, how the fuck did I think of that? You know, like yeah. just having conversations with people. 
And I'm like, okay, that I wouldn't normally say some shit like that. That's definitely like the mushrooms changing the way my brain works so that I'm kind of like unlocking some new pathways. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's um, how shrooms is for me too. I'm like, it like unlocks, like I guess like unpackage a lot of like insecurities, a lot of like, like trauma, like a lot of like different like uh, things like in my mind and like, and it helps me like uh, come to like peace with like a lot of different things in my mind. And like, I'm able to like, look at like myself from like a different perspective. Um, especially if I feel like I'm like, damn, like where am I going in life? What am I doing in life and things like that. And like doing those kind of things, it helps me uh, bring things like realign things. And it helps me figure out how to get into new things and like, put like it helps me um get back on like the right track uh of like some some sort i don't use like shrooms and shit as like a party uh no i don't that's how i am it's like it's not fun for me to (laughs) sometimes it's not fun to trip you know it's like yeah if you're unpacking shit yeah yeah shrooms for me if i do fun if you get the dose right like but usually for partying wise is like a low dose like at a house party that's not going to be fun or like indoors is not if you're outdoors at a party like it can be like at a fet like summer camp it can be Mm. a little bit different but yeah yeah, it's not usually something that makes you want to party at all it's better to be alone yeah Yeah, if you're alone you can explore your thoughts like i like just putting on random music yeah. and just like damn this shit sounds crazy like yeah i don't get people that do shrooms and like hang out with each other while they're doing i'm just like bro if i'm doing shrooms bro it's because i'm trying to figure out something about myself and like i can't figure out myself if i'm being distracted by someone else like being around there's uh someone from peoria i'm not gonna say their name but uh they said uh they've been taking an eighth of mushrooms once a week like uh on friday night instead of like drinking and uh they're like this shit's crazy like my life's literally been changing i'm like that's that's wild (laughs) i can't imagine taking a high dose like that every week you know that definitely changed the way you you see the world and and or see yourself yeah i would say yeah but then like i feel like you can also lose touch with uh for sure I thought you could also lose touch, but maybe I gotta like maybe I should exper- uh, experiment and like do an eighth every fucking week and see. I how feel it like goes. I feel like it with when it comes to mu- psychedelics, mushrooms. Like I don't really plan that shit out. Like yeah, me neither. It. Yeah. I, it's just like okay, I'm in the mood to do it, but I'm not gonna say like all right, I'm gonna take it this day. It's like you just let it happen, you know? Yeah, it's just like smoking weed. Like, I don't plan on smoking weed. Like, sometimes sometimes it'll take me, like, 20 minutes to, like, smoke weed because, like, I'll pack the bowl and, like, I'll just, like, just be chilling, sitting there, looking at it. <laughs> and then, like, I'm like, man, I feel I that. Yeah. And then, like, I'm like, okay, no, I'll smoke. Like, like I don't, like, no, I, feel uh, that. I don't, like, plan it out. I just, like, just do it whenever, whenever I feel like it. And, I feel like that's the way to go about life is, like, uh, don't just just go with the flow like don't overthink shit just listen to your own intuition you know like Mm. if something feels right do it if something doesn't feel right don't force it oh yeah but man i've been enjoying this fucking podcast with you bro for sure Um, man. i can't wait to get you back on again man um is there anything uh that you want to plug man anything you want to plug 
Nah, nothing in specific. Go support your local comedy club. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Um, this is the Scotty Show, man. My homie Henry, aka Warp Vision. I'm your boy Billy Smith. Peace. Peace, man.